Okay, now I'm back here. All right. This is has been this has been crappy. Uh let's say okay, so we're we're good here. We're good here. I'm sorry about that, guys. My name is John Crump. We are sponsored to you by Tusk. I should be wearing my Tusk shirt, but I forgot to take off my hoodie. Tusk is a is a cryptocurrency that's uh, really favorable to the gun world, and it really should be favorable to the gun world. Um, I am joined today by Jordan Vinro, who comes on a perfect day because we're going to be talking about a lot of stuff, Polymer 80. Uh, and if you saw the title change right before you went live, it changed to Breaking Polymer 80 News. But before we get into that, you can support me at Patreon, patreon.com slash John Crump. All proceeds go to my niece. But before we get into the breaking news, let me say hi to Jordan Venro. What's up, Jordan? Hey, man. How's it going? Busy. Yep. Yeah. Always busy. Yeah. Uh, dealing with the ATF and their shenanigans uh, with all this Polymer 80 stuff and and 80% lowers. Um, Super Chats are open. 100% of the proceeds go to my niece. So uh, you are are affiliated with a company tell people about the company you're affiliated with and exactly what you do there sure uh so jsd supply is our company we sell 80 percent uh receivers build kits parts uh, all corresponding accessories for that um glocks six hours ar-15s 1911 kind of the full full gambit there no that's pretty cool um, so you're probably a little bit nervous about what's going on here. Yeah. We're always a little bit nervous, uh, when the government can kind of come in and just take what you've worked for for so long. And, uh, yeah. So just kind of a little bit more in the last week here, Paul and Rady and the shenanigans are trying to pull with those guys over there. So, all right. Well, do you want to get into exactly what I found out? Of course. You you don't even know this yet. No one else. No, there knows this. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. So this is what I got. Um, I know how the ATF got the customer records, and it's not through Polymer eighty. It's through two other companies, Stamps.com, which is where Polymer eighty shipped from, which you used to ship, and Authorized.net which is a payment processor. The ATF got the information from them and they started running criminal background checks on people who purchased Polymer 80 without Polymer 80 knowing or anyone knowing. Uh, they got records from between January 1st, 2019 and June 4th, 2020. So if you bought a Polymer 80 between those dates, they have your information. Sad to say that is. Um, yeah, it's a lot of information, I'm sure. Yeah, well, 9,100 purchases from California, 51,000 purchases nationwide. Wow. Uh, there was one California man who uh, purchased $22,000 worth of Polymer 80 products within the two-month period. So the, eight, so the ATF um, basically said, hey, you know, he must be up to no good. And they're and they're like there's some 18 year old kids buying these, but it's not 
illegal for them to buy them. It, you only right. have to be 18 to have a handgun in the United States. You have to be 21 to buy a handgun from a dealer, but you only have to be 18 to buy a handgun. Right. A lot of people don't realize that. Yeah. Uh, and also in 2018, it looks like Polymer 80 submitted. Uh, and this, this might be of interest to you, Jordan. In 2018, they submitted a kit that consisted of uh, the locking block, uh, the jigs, and also the the tools needed, the drills and everything to complete it. It did not consist of the the parts kit. So it's the parts kit with the frame that's actually that making the ATF say that it's a firearm. It's not really the jigs or the drills right gotcha yep so the full build kit all of a sudden changes a not gun with other not gun parts yeah in, into a potential gun i guess so it, yeah it seems like if if you're shipping with a parts kit and the 80 percent frame that's enough for them to consider it a uh, a gun yeah weird yeah so uh, well, that's the updates. There's some other updates, but you can read my article when it comes out tomorrow. Um, so you you guys do the uh, SIG kits, right? Yeah. So we have uh, our products. We call it the MUP1, M-U-P. stands for uh, Modular Universal Pistol, and it's our first 80% uh, receiver that, that we have produced. So... That's where the name comes from. Uh, but it's a P320 compatible receiver. Uh, we also have a jig to do all the operations you need to do for it. Bending the rails, drilling out all the holes, and then uh, fitting the rails to the slide. Um, so that's the first of, of several that we've got submitted to the ATF for, for determination. Um, our next one should be or is going to be a P365 uh, fire control unit. So that should be finally releasing the beginning of the year, uh, probably February or March, but that's the next new one we have. And then a few more right in line after that, as soon as uh, the ATF decides to give us a determination on it. Yeah, they were really slow on that. I pulled all the information um, from from all like the different things. This is a little behind the thing. I pulled the information from all the different letters that are a year out or more. And you gave me a couple of the uh, of the identification numbers that the ATF gave you. So I'm trying to search it, and I'm like, none of this crap is pulling up. I'm like, what the hell? Then I realized that instead of writing the uh, the number, the I guess reference numbers, I guess you can call them for the people out there, just think of reference numbers in a searchable format. They wrote them in by pen, so they're not even searchable. Right. Yeah, that's that's our record keeping at the ATF is is handwritten uh, control numbers or, or reference numbers, which you know, no way you can get that screwed up, I guess, right? Yeah, I mean, I was just like, why isn't this not turning up? I was like, but then I noticed, I was like, that is incredible. It's not a searchable database. Yeah, right. So I, I don't know how they I don't know how they keep things straight. Uh, maybe that's why it takes so long when I inquire about my submissions maybe they have to leaf through each one by hand and and find uh find the handwritten notes they've left for the next person so yeah yeah they probably do uh, 
but you know what? What is a searchable database? The database of gun buyers that they are building from Walmart. But no one knows about that either. That's kind of another leaked document that I'm going to be writing about. Yeah. I like so this. if you bought a gun from Walmart, you're you're going to be on a you're going to be in an ATF database. That's probably coming out in two days. Yeah, there you go. I got like uh, for some reason I got like five different leaks all today. Perfect. Can't wait yeah. to see them. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm gonna be busy. You guys out there don't want me to sleep, apparently. <laughs> So how'd you get into the business of making 80%? So um, it's kind of a long story. I'll give you the, the short version. I, I had a couple of sprint stores and long story short, we ended up uh, contract got pulled or whatever. We it didn't get renewed, I guess. So uh, I had to go get a job and um, I, I didn't really care for the job that I had. So I like guns and I, I don't like paperwork. So I just started doing some research and discovered 80% AR-15 receivers. Started wait, 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 that. wait, wait, I got to hold, hold you there. Okay. You like guns, so you started yeah. a gun company because you don't like paperwork. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm getting there. So, <laughs> <laughs> so That record doesn't make any sense to me. Right, right, right. So this is where the 80%s come in. So you don't have to do any paperwork for 80% receivers or just an accessory, so... Uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of where we started and, um, yeah, it's just kind of gone from there from my living room couch to my parents' basement to my garage and basement. Now, you know, we have a warehouse and a shipping crew and customer service people and, uh, marketing guys and, you know, kind of, kind of a real company now. That is, that, that's really cool. Um, I love to hear success stories like that. Um, so what made you go with SIG, uh, like SIG clones? Yeah. So we, we'd actually talked about Glocks first and kind of, kind of on the back burner cause we were so busy with AR 15s and we were very, very, very small company. Uh, didn't have the funds to, you know, do what we needed to do to, to make a success, successful product. And then Polymer 80 came out with a Glock and so we were happy to sell their product and, and we still are. So. Uh, we started gaining some traction there and started looking at what might be the next big thing. And, and parts availability is is probably the biggest thing when it comes to 80% or home build firearms. So we, we like the modularity of the SIG uh, P320. Um, started working on that and just kind of chipped away at, at the ATF with different submissions and different samples to figure out what they thought was or was not a firearm. Uh, that process took quite a while. I, I want to say it was about a year and a half. Uh, I sent down different 3D printed models. We 3D printed some in steel, uh, sent down different variations and uh, they, they, they finally approved it. But uh, they, they actually called me one day and said, hey, I, I, you know, I have your receiver here and there's a few things on it we don't like. And so if you change those two things, you can go ahead and sell it. I said, well, yeah. Mr. ATF agent. Yeah, I said, I, I, that's not how this works. Uh, I said, I, I know you haven't met me yet, but I'm far too pretty to go to jail. So I'll be resubmitting this sample down to you with the changes on it. So I made the changes. I sent it down two, three months later, they sent back and said, no, that's, that's still a firearm. 
Yeah, I just yeah, yeah. Uh, before we go any farther, I just want to make sure everyone out there knows JSD did not get raided. Correct. Right. Yeah. We've not they been contacted. Yeah. Not, not raided. Contacted, not raided. Uh, that is something that I want to get out there. I don't want to get yeah, out uh, uh, Brownells had an agent show up. J&J uh, and &J in, in California did get raided, but I think there might be a little bit of, uh, you know, JFD, J and J, but so JFD did not get raided at all. Right. Yeah. No contact, nothing, nothing. No. And we have an ATF. Well, he's, he's retired now, but our, our local ATF agent lives, uh, basically halfway between my house and, and my shop, you know, in the local community, we live in a small little area here. So, um, you know, they're well aware of us. We, we have an FFL, we have a manufacturing license. We have an SOT license. We just got maybe maybe two weeks ago or, or so. Um, so we're not, you know, under the radar, really. I mean, they, they know who we are and, and what we do. So, uh, yeah, but we've not been raided. We've not been contacted. Nobody's called us. We get tons of customer emails and, and calls asking about that. But, uh, yeah, nothing so far. Well, why do you have an FFL if you don't make actual firearms? Yes, yeah, so that's an interesting story. So, like I said, I don't I don't like paperwork, so we've never had the intention to sell firearms. So, with my uh, one of my submissions, I sent down. It had been, I'll call it a year and a half, roughly. Uh, ATF finally told me that that they would not look at my submissions unless I had an FFL. Uh, I, I don't need an FFL. I don't do anything with FFL things. So, they essentially forced me to get an FFL when it's not required to have uh, to, to answer my submissions. And, and since I've done that, they still haven't answered my submissions. And that's been, I want to say we got it right before the end of, of 2019. So it's been just about a year that we've had it. And, and again, we still don't have an answer on uh, three, three submissions we've sent down there. So, and then I got the SOT because I figured why not, right? We have everything else. Might as well go for the, go for the good one. Oh, I can't hear you. Cool. Sorry, uh, oh, my phone is going bad, and I've ordered a new one, but because of Christmas delays, uh, I tried to get it overnighted, and they basically laughed at me. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, that's also why my camera I was having a little bit of technical issues at the beginning of the stream. Um, and uh, funny thing is we had a Christmas special over the weekend and we went for two hours and my, and everything kept on locking up, but we had a panel. So I just kept on rebooting, rebooting, everything, rebooting, everything. And then I finally got tired because it started happening more and more frequently. So I said, all right, we're going to kill the stream. Thank you guys. You know, I, I just can't deal with all this technical stuff going wrong. I, I'm, I'm done. So we ended the stream and we, we started talking. I'm like, yeah, it's going to cut out. Next time it cuts out, this is at midnight. We're like, next time it cuts out, I'm just not going to come back. Uh, and uh, it never cut out. And then at <laughs> three in the morning, I'm like, I got to go to sleep. I can't wait for it to cut out. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's very frustrating. Yeah. So, uh, so you, you make the SIG, and the SIG has um, a, a pretty big following. And I saw some of your lesions that you had. You have, like, lesion yeah. kits, which are 
I, I saw your Legion kits, and uh, I actually like them better than the actual Sig Legions themselves. Yeah. Yeah, we were stripping full guns there for a while. It's about the only way we could get parts. So uh, we'd buy full guns, or we'd have, we have an FFL friend. Before we got an FFL, uh, FNF Firearms, they, they bought a bunch of guns and stripped them down, and um, that's how we were all getting parts in the beginning. Same way with the Glock. That was where the Glock was too for, for quite some time until everybody jumped on the bandwagon and making parts for that. So, uh, we're slowly getting there with the SIG, but, um, we have some of our own lower parts kits now being produced and in the market, um, working on slides, barrels, all that sort of thing. So. Okay. Uh, question about the, um, uh, about, uh, the SIG parts that you've, do you use, uh, like SIG branded parts or do you use aftermarket SIG parts? Um, it's a little bit of both right now. Um, so the lower parts kit is aftermarket parts. And then the slide parts in our kits are factory. Slides are factory. Barrels are aftermarket right now. Um, and then our, our insert, of course. And then either factory X-series grips or we also sell the Polymer 80 P-Tex grips as well. Carry size. Uh, grip modules. So, oh, that mix it up a little bit. I yeah. see uh, flying rich out there in Rogue Banshee. How how do you know this Rogue Banshee guy? By the way, he's a character, man. I don't know. He uh, <laughs> no, he's a good guy. Uh, super early on, I don't remember exactly. I think he purchased something from us um, just just as a regular customer, and then he had a few questions. I I believe, and um, back whenever he purchased it, I. I it was maybe me and one other guy helping me out. So I would answer all the emails, all the phone calls and things like that. So I was, you know, going back and forth with him on a few different details. And, uh, then he turned out to make a really great instructional video. And so we, we shared that with everybody and there's a bunch of little parts, you know, the Glock, there's like 11 or, or so lower parts. And, and with the SIG, there's a few more and springs and, and different things you might not be used to. So his videos, all of them are great. Uh, I really like the P321 because I didn't have to do one for a while. So, uh, yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, he, he really is. Uh, he is into building his own firearms. So am I. Um, I have a Ghost Gunner uh, yeah. 2, and I have a Ghost Gunner 3. The one that's nice. not really set. Yeah. And I do a lot of 3D printing as well. Um, so, are you guys worried... I have I have to ask this. Are you guys worried with the new administration coming in that they're going to change the definition to a firearm to make 80% lowers basically all firearms? Yeah, I think there's always that worry. Um, but I think we lost more ground under Trump than we did uh, with Obama. So, you know, the, we started under Obama and uh, kind of rode that wave for a while. And that was always a scare was, uh, you know, they're going to, Democrats are going to change this or change that. And come after guns and, um, you know, under, under Trump, we, we lost bump stocks so far. Um, and then potentially, you know, with this, this 80% thing happening right now, I don't think anything's going to happen from this right this minute, but who knows if, if Biden gets in and actually does what they talk about doing, then, then it's not good, but I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. People have been telling me that I'll, I'll be out of business since the day I started, uh, they're going to come after you. They're, they're not going to let you sell what you're selling and that sort of thing. So 
we'll see how it goes and we'll just keep changing whatever the law is we'll we'll comply and uh we'll make something different with we'll 3d print we we have plans if some of our determinations don't come through we're going to release our files for what would be the firearm and, and i've already tested some things with a 3d printer and um you know i i don't think there's a way to, to really stop home-built guns i think it's always going to happen it'll just be a different format different different style of gun uh or of way of producing it rather and there, there's metal 3d printers that are starting to come down in price uh, you know they're i don't know like a million dollars a couple years ago and you can get some now for you know in the two hundred thousand range which is out of the question for pretty much everybody and especially a home builder but that drastic of a price change you know eventually it's going to come down to where you're going to be able to print metal parts so uh, it's, I don't know that, that home-built guns are ever going to go away. It, it'll just change. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Uh, I think more than just that, I think that, um, the pricing on metal printer printers are going to come way down. And I'm already seeing that, uh, talking to some companies who want to remain off the record at this point are going to release metal printers specifically for the firearms market that'd be great yeah i'd and, love to see that yeah and i think no matter what they do with gun control gun control is going to be defeated by technology for sure definitely yeah and also i, I just want to throw out there that i've read internal document atf documents and all the documents i have read states that 80 percent receivers and 80% frames are legal and they and they recognize those as being legal. Yeah. And and we need a definition of a firearm. We have we have a definition of a firearm. We need uh consistent yeah uh consistency on it, you know, across the board in in how we're regulated, I guess you could say. Um you know, because if you really start going back, further back, you know, an AR-15 is, is at some point molten metal. So at what point do you, you know, is, is a forging, a raw forging straight out of the, the, the forge, uh, is that a firearm? Because it's intended to be one eventually. Uh, you know, where, where do you stop? Where, where do you draw the line of this is a firearm or this is not a firearm? Uh, we, we have that line drawn. We, we have a definition of it. Uh, the part that's a little tricky is what is it that easy, how easy it is to complete. We need a more consistent view on that, which I mean, they purposely have it that way. So that way they can change it at any time. But yeah, yeah I, I don't see it ending. Yeah. We, we got to get rid of this. You know it when you see it definition, right. Of a firearm, because that's not really telling anyone anything. In fact, in the internal documents I've seen, they talk, they talked about it being uh, looked at on a case-by-case -case basis. So you don't know if you have a firearm until you let the ATF look at it. Then they'll decide whether you have a firearm or not, which I think is really crazy. Well, it puts a lot of people at risk. A lot of law-abiding citizens are, are now, or potentially could be, at, at risk of, of being a, a felon or, or at least breaking some kind of law. So you, you need consistency, and an average human being should be able to understand it. So uh, they need to do a better job of, of what we pay them to do. 
Yeah. It's... I mean, it's it's just ridiculous. I, I, I get into wars with ATF a lot. Uh, they don't like me. Um, I think you were on the call earlier when we were talking about how we talk about like how fast uh, suppressors get um, approved, and you know how some people get it approved within like twelve months. Some people get it approved within nine months. And right now, with all my suppressors, I buy suppressors a lot. My average wait is fourteen months, which is higher than average yeah. and my attorney thinks that that's on purpose yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised fellow like you yeah <laughs> all the friends you have <laughs> i don't have very many friends <laughs> luckily i don't i'm not i really don't need any friends <laughs> I do have friends. Um, I have friends in the industry. Uh, I know I've made some enemies out of some people in the industry, but I call out people on BS on both sides. I want to keep everyone yeah. honest. Like, I like JSD because you guys are being very upfront with the people out there, and you're doing everything possible to try to, try to protect your customers. Uh, I like Polymer 80 because they're doing the same thing. They're not th Polymer 80 could very easily, and Brownells kind of very easily threw their customers under the bus. Right. But from the determination I'm seeing, they didn't get very thing or very little, if anything, from Polymer 80. It's all came from stamps.com and uh, authorized.net. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's why a lot of us are in business is, is to, you know, keep freedom going in the direction it's going, uh, or, or fight it to, to keep it in the direction it's going, you know, with Polymer 80, uh, and Brownells too. Um, you know, we, we want our customers to, to enjoy everything that they, that they can. So giving up your information to the ATF is not part of, uh, or, or to any government agency is, is not part of what we stand for any of those other companies or anybody else, uh, that, that's selling 80% products. So, you know, without our customers, uh, you know, we, we can have a fun time talking, but you know, they're what really drives this. So. Yeah, it is. Um, I, I talked to someone at uh, another company and I asked him, would you ever give every customer information? And he said, well, this is the way we look at it. If we give over the customer information, we're going to go out of business. If the ATF says, you're going to go out of business unless you're going to give over customer information. We're going to go out of business. So either way, we'll go <laughs> we're going yeah. out of business. So yeah, right. Why satisfy the ATF? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Make them work for it, I guess. Yeah. Um, I, I, I really like your products. I, I really do. I haven't had a chance to mess around with them myself, but what I hear from the Rogue Banshee and other people that used your products that they're great. You guys are the largest uh, retailer of 80% frames in the country, right? Or one of them? Uh, pistols we are. Yeah, oh, pistols we are. AR-15s, we, we actually don't do a whole lot with AR-15s and uh, never really have, just because just there's so many people in that market. And when we started, I had to find a, a, a pathway to being profitable and to, to make myself different. So we, we started hammering the pistols uh, and then you know, we're, we're a large customer of Polymer 80, and then we have our own P320 line, obviously. So, yeah, I think uh, at least for 2020, I think we're the largest volume 
pistol, 80% pistol dealer. So that's pretty fun. So are you surprised that you went from uh, basically a startup to like the largest seller of 80% pistol frames in the country? Yeah, yeah, definitely. We we're, we're talking about it <clears throat> earlier this year and uh, yeah, it's just, it's just crazy kind of where we came from and uh, we held a lot of debt in our old company with the sprint stores and that sort of stuff. So we've done this entirely in cash uh, and just have rolled all of the money back into it. Um, we used to do gun, well, we still do gun shows, but that's really where we started was gun shows. So anytime we go, uh, we'd sell whatever we sold and, and the money would go right back into buying inventory for the next week. So um, we started very slow, but it was very deliberate. Uh, we made far less mistakes using our own cash rather than a credit line. Um, and I think it's really helped us get, you know, to where we're at. We have a super solid foundation. Um, so. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I just want to put out there someone who's asking if Walmart got subpoenaed. No, they didn't get subpoenaed. Actually, it was their <laughs> idea. To give over the customer information. Well, that was nice of them. So there you go. Yeah. Rolling back your freedom, I guess, right? Yeah. Are you going to make anything else besides uh, like SIGs? Like, are yeah, you, so, yeah. It, like high uh, point or uh, <laughs> Caltech? Yeah. So we've, we've, <laughs> we've gotten approached about high points, but uh, you know, we have to make money too. So a $150 gun off the shelf. I don't know that you're going to spend more, much more than that to, to put all the work into it yourself. So if you want a high point, you can 3d print one and get the parts wherever you can get the parts. But, um, Caltech, we haven't really looked at, uh, parts would probably be an issue there, but we, we've, we've announced a CZ Scorpion Evo. Um, that's one of the ones that, that we have down at ATF right now. So we'll have to make all the parts on that. The, the parts aren't super available, but I like that gun. So I'll spend the effort and time and money to, to make that one. Um, and that's one that we can 3d print. Uh, you're, you're looking at, I'm looking at you in my dreamy eyes. <laughs> I yeah, love the scorpion. Yeah. Yeah. It's so we'll have, we'll have a lot of fun with that one. It's, oh my God, my wife's going to kill you. Yeah. Nice. Because she's going to kill me. Then I'm going to be, I'm going to be like, well, he's the guy who made it. <laughs> we're, we're, we'll, we're send, like, we'll send you one. Yeah. We'll send you one so that we don't have to deal with all the uh, we, at home. Right. You don't understand how much I love the scorpion. Yeah. It's yeah, it's a lot of fun. The only thing on the Scorpion that I I have one with a Franklin Armory binary trigger in there. Yeah, incredible. The only thing I don't like about the Scorpion, and if anybody buys a Scorpion out there, um, one thing that you're going to have to do is going to have to do a safety delete on it. Uh, you said you like the Scorpion, right? Yeah. Did you yeah. do the safety delete, or did you just get a bloody finger all the time? Uh, so I haven't really shot it a whole lot. I bought it to strip down and and um, get dimensions and things off of. And then the ATF asked me for a full gun because they think that of the side plate, did. yeah, they think that the side plate could be full automatic, uh, you know, machine gun when it, I, I modeled it off of a factory semi-auto receiver. So when they called me, I was completely dumbfounded uh, that they uh, said the side, that. The side plate? It's a side, yeah, the side plate is the receiver. The, the ejection uh, yeah, side yeah. plate. Yeah, I know, but yeah, uh, that doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. Um, and so they wanted me to find a factory built 
full auto Evo. So I started searching and they're, I'm sure there's some in America, but there's hardly any, but, and but none that, that somebody's going to let me take their gun or, or even buy their gun and ship it off to the ATF for them to, you know, tear apart. So I sent mine down to show them which part makes it or which part blocks the full auto parts from going in there. Uh, and that the bolt or the slide it's called is, is well, different as well. So yeah, it, uh, the, um, the full auto Evos are open bolt and the semi autos yeah, are closed bolt. Yeah. There's, there's, I, I'm not sure about that, but there's, there's a different cutout on the, on the bolt as well. Yeah. And a blocking protrusion on the inside of the receiver. So yeah. it's, it's madness, but if yeah. it's not a gun, but my, also my point is if it's not a gun, you know, either is or isn't a gun. And then if it's a machine gun, that, that's a different classification. We're asking or, or saying, this is not a gun. What do you think? Uh, but they're now coming back saying we think this even could be a machine gun, which it, it's not. I mean, they they said a piece of plastic that slides back and forth is a machine gun. So <laughs> yeah, right, right. I guess there stranger things have happened. Yeah, but there is that. Um, I'm I'm just so frustrated with the ATF. If you could change the ATF in any way, what would you do? Then I'll give you my my opinion. What I would do. Oh, can we just get rid of them? Okay, well, we're in agreement. That was my... Right. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of nice people there and they need their job to support their family. We, we'll help you out. We'll, find, we'll help you find something else. Well, it doesn't make any sense and you submitted samples, so you know this. Uh, depending on who you get at the ATF, one uh, inspector can say uh, one thing, then another person at FATD can look at the same exact thing and say a total, totally opposite thing. Yeah, totally. I mean, you can look at um, Paul and Marady's submission of their Glock pistol and Lenny McGill at the Glock store with his SS-80. Uh, he went through a lot of same, same issues we're going through right now. Um, it's The operations are the same, I'll, I'll say that. So that the same blocking tabs are there and, and same idea of, of how to finish it is there. And it took him a year and a half or two years or, or something like that. And then lawyers and congressman and, and whatever involved to, to get what's already been determined to be not a firearm to, to get that same, uh, you know, approval or the same opinion on his product. Yeah. It's, it's really insane. Uh, I know the Glock store has several submissions that are outstanding there. Yeah. Uh, if somebody's asking about midway, I don't know. Um, if they did or not, I'm guessing that they did not because it looks like all the customer records that they had are from stamps.com and authorized.net. I don't think a lot of places cooperated, if anyone cooperated. So have you been getting a lot of uh, calls from customers? Yeah. Yeah. Our phones have been going nonstop and, and one of our, we have uh, two folks in our customer service uh, department, I guess. And one of them's on vacation this week. So, uh, I've been having to play, play phone guy for a little while and then some emails. So, so if you call, you're probably going to talk to me, uh, between like nine and or eight and I don't know, noon or one, usually I'm answering the phones. So, uh, yeah, what tons, tons and tons. What's that? What are you telling them? Uh, that I love them and I appreciate their business and, there's always room for one more under the Christmas tree. Have you seen us still slow down since all polymer 80 stuff or are they picked up? 
Have no, there... it's picked. Yeah, it's picked up. I mean, it's picked up for everybody. Everybody that I know that's in a similar business, everybody's had an increase in business. So anytime they're talking about banning anything or or anything like that, there's always a there's always a bump in sales. So we've had a lot of cancellation requests too. That that comes along with it. Not it, you know the sales outweigh the cancel uh, cancellation requests, but uh, you know people get scared because there's there's bad information or or. Uh, just not enough information out there. And I totally understand. Um, they don't want to have the, the product. They don't want to have uh, that risk. And, and, you know, if they call, I, I explain to them what's going on. That usually helps them out. But, uh, you know, we, we do what you want. If you want to cancel, that's that's okay, too. So, Yeah, well, if they cancel, just send it to me. I'll take it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, I'm actually trying to get a uh, a build by kit from anyone, <laughs> but no one will sell it to me now. Why? Uh, because I guess a lot of people stopped selling them when the ATF cracked down on Polymer eighty. Oh, and I'm like, oh, I want to, I want to buy it. They're like, <laughs> I'm talking to one company. And they're like, well, the ATF might show up at your house. I'm like, exactly. <laughs> I, I want to be on that case. Yeah, yeah. Make sure your camera's up and ready to go. Well, I got I got 18 cameras in my house. There you go. And and I have my lawyers on speed dial, but I don't think that they would come after me, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what that... I think everybody saw that one individual got his... Or he surrendered his to the ATF. I, I And maybe you know, or maybe not, but I, I would have to think there's more to that story than one guy... No, I, no, I th what I think it is here. Here's the deal. Uh, I've heard of it happening in uh, two different areas, uh, both from the from two different field offices, but no other field offices. So what I think it is is I don't think it's something from the top. I think is these field offices took it apart upon themselves to do that. And uh, uh, yeah, that's interesting. I, I I don't think it. I honestly don't think it came down from the top. In fact, the ATF told Polymer eighty that they weren't going to go to any customers' houses. Hmm. So I think uh, two field offices kind of like jumped ahead. Interesting. Yeah, that that could be too. Uh, that's. I mean, I could be wrong, totally wrong, but that's what I'm thinking right now. Yeah. Uh, you yeah, you can still build, but in Connecticut, you issue serial numbers. Okay, full. Okay, so uh, Kermit loves bacon is from Connecticut. He's saying that you can still build at eighty percent up there, but uh, you have to get a Connecticut issued serial number. That's crazy. Uh, is there any states that you won't ship to? Yeah, New Jersey. Um, they're suing a friend of ours for, I believe it's for false advertising. So we don't ship anything in New Jersey um, for that reason. I'm sorry, New Jersey. Uh, and then New York, we won't ship AR-15s up there. We kind of made that decision internally. Uh, they, they sent us um, cease and desist. Their AG did. And we went back and forth several emails over a few weeks. And they never said that our products would be illegal. They... I, I, I'd have to look at the emails again, but I'm fairly certain they said they would be legal to create a New York Safe Act compliant rifle uh, using an 80% AR-15. But if it could be created into a non 
safe act firearm, then me as a seller would be liable for selling an illegal firearm to New York. So we don't yeah. ship AR. We don't sell that many AR-15s anyhow. So we won't ship an AR-15 to New York uh, for, for that yeah. reason, I guess. Uh, if, if you want to hear more about the cease and desist that a bunch of companies got, you can go to uh, Ammo Land and go down to the contributors, click on my name, and you scroll back enough, far enough. I actually read about that. Cool. So it, yeah. it was it was very ridiculous. It's like, well, you know. It, it can be converted. So therefore, if someone does, then we're going to go back and get you. Yeah. And I asked them, what, what about, uh, you know, I'm sure there's thousands of gun shops in New York that are selling hundreds of thousands of AR-15s that are New York compliant. So what about those? You can go in the parking lot with a screwdriver and change the grip or, or whatever, whatever the safe act uh, has. And that they basically didn't respond. Uh, to that question because it's it's a stupid statement on their part uh, you know they, they didn't think it through I guess so yeah it, it's really it's really pathetic the, the ATF is really out of control um, I think that the only way to fix the ATF is to fire Regina Lombardo and Marvin Richardson yeah yeah, I just started reading more about them. I, I wasn't familiar with them really at all and still still not really, but uh, yeah, it seems like they should be on their way out. Yeah, I posted a picture on Twitter from a meeting that they were having and one of the topics they were discussing was uh, the leaks that I was getting. <laughs> so while they're in this meeting, I, I sent them, uh, I, I tagged the ATF on a picture uh, taken from a cell phone. That's amazing. Yeah, so they probably don't like me too much either. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that. And I had an article up by the time the meeting was over. I had an article already published. That's awesome. And everything that happened in the meeting. So Yeah, I bet they thoroughly enjoyed that. Uh, I bet you they didn't. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, that's why I don't have a dog. I don't want to get a shot. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, my dog just turned two today. So shout out to Rocco turning two, two-year-old Rottweiler. Uh, yeah, I want to get so, a dog. My wife won't let me. Yeah, probably better off to not get one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we talked about the Biden administration coming in and their war on um, 80% and also uh, pistol braces. Do you see them going after anything else? I, I guess uh, standard capacity magazines, you know, 30 rounders, maybe. Uh, that seems like one they like to go after a lot and probably AR-15 and, and AK-47 because it's something they can put a headline on. Uh, if they go back to the assault weapons ban of what 93 or 94 uh it's going to do nothing just like it did the first time yeah there's tons of uh, studies including tons. by yeah, yeah including by the obama uh justice department yeah so i i don't know it's hard to say what, what they're going to do the only thing that, that kind of scares me actually is, is executive orders i don't know much about them how what their capabilities are and and you know how how far they can they can go with that. So that would be the only thing that I guess would have me concerned is executive order level type of 
legislation. So, yeah, I want to read you something. I'm still going through documentations here. Um, so the ATF sold, um, the ATF said that they tracked two of these polymer AD kits going overseas. And because of that, they wrote, as a result of my training and experience, I know that international firearms traffickers have utilized the internet to, to facilitate communication coordination and, and purchase of illegal weapons and weapons parts. Uh, because there were two kits that they saw go overseas. <laughs> yeah. So you could sound like... Uh, um, Did they report how many Fast and Furious weapons went over the border? Was that part of that statement? Uh, uh, well, that's what I was going to bring up. I think they actually have experience in knowing how to traffic international arms. Because they did to Mexico. Right. Right. Uh, it's just freaking ridiculous. The more I read, the more pissed off I get. Yeah. And how many guns, normal guns, do people go buy and, and ship overseas? I mean, I have no idea, but if there's two 80%, there would have to be, you know, numerous more regular guns. I'm sure people do stupid things like that all the time. Yeah. Um, here's a question for you. Uh, do you still sell the full kits on your website now? Yeah. Yeah. We pulled the jig out just... Uh, to try to, to show that we are trying to comply with, you know, good faith maybe to the, to the government. I, I don't know. It was the easiest thing for us to do in a, in a pinch just to, to try to keep everybody safe. And it's, and it's for the customers. It's not for me. Uh, I don't make any more money on it. It's actually more of a hassle for me and, and the folks here that, that have to package everything up and, and go through orders and make sure everything, you know, is lined up and, and, in proper order. So it's more of a headache for me. We got a little bit of pushback on, on a couple Facebook groups that, Oh, look, JSD is trying to get 10 more dollars for a jig that's supposed to come with it. It's that's not the case. And, uh, we actually give a, a cart level discount for multiple item purchases. So, uh, you'll, you'll save your $10, uh, uh you know, that way, but you know, we, we want to keep you as safe as, as we can. You know, as, yeah. the, as the consumer, so uh, that's not only for you guys. That's for the consumers. So the ATF doesn't show up at their door demanding that their that they their products. Yeah, I mean, if I was just concerned about my own safety, I wouldn't sell any of this stuff. I guess, you know, uh, but yeah. So we just we just are trying to to show that we're trying to comply with how we understand what happened. So uh, it probably won't matter, but that's what we did. Yeah, okay, here's a question for you. Um, from an ideological standpoint, um, are you in it just to make money, or do you are you in it because you believe in the right of the people to keep and bear arms? Yeah, it's, it's both. I mean, we started yeah, to make money. Apple, and, and Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got you got to make money. So, um, yeah, and, and but you know, very, very close or even right in line with it is, is the freedom of everybody to, to be able to own a firearm. If, if you want to be able to own a firearm, I think you should be able to do that. And we're providing another option for you to do that. It's far easier to walk into a gun shop, 
put your license on the counter and, and buy a gun. That's far easier than, than trying to build what, what we provide. Um, but there's tons of enthusiasts that, that like to do guns the way we're doing them. Uh, I like doing guns the way that we're doing them. Uh, I prefer to build one over buying one. Uh, that's why we have multiple platforms at ATF. I, I would like to have an 80% option the whole way down the line, shotguns, you know, bolt action rifles for, for, you know, hunting or, you know, long range type of thing. Um, you know, we've even kicked around the idea of revolvers. It's that'll probably never happen, but, uh, you know, we, we've, we've even gone so far to, to discuss that. So, um, we're huge fans of 80%. Uh, you know, some people ask me if I get mad that another competitor came out with a different product that, no, I, I, I want to sell it with them and, and I'm happy to see, uh, new products come out and, and new thoughts and innovation. And, uh, I would like 80% building or, or home building firearms to be more mainstream. That's kind of what we ultimately would like to see. I, I don't know if it'll happen, but, um, that's what we shoot for is, is more mainstream and, and normalizing a homemade firearm versus an underground, you know, shady kind of, kind of operation. Yeah. It, it it is it, yeah i would definitely uh, i would definitely agree with that i there, there's something special about building your own firearms it's not bought you built it you made that with your own hand um even if you it's if it, even if it's only 20 the final 20 percent that you complete you did do that and most people don't do that uh it gives you a good feeling and plus i think it actually helps you learn more about the gun than just buying it totally so yeah. and everything you have to learn how everything works get the like uh function tested and everything and i think it, it's it's just a greater experience and i think everyone out there should do it if they if they haven't done it yeah totally agree and now do you carry one of your uh your guns as you carry pace or do you yeah carry usually i mean i i have several different guns so i carry all kinds of different stuff usually there's one in my car um so yeah p320 i like the p320 um i'm a little partial to that one so i like to carry that but yeah i carry glocks i carry p80 uh glocks carry my own sig product so depends on what i'm wearing i gotta see what goes with my outfit you know yeah i actually do the same thing <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. So people can still get everything that they need to complete it. I know there's a couple companies that are making people uh, check out in two separate orders. Are you guys doing that or no? No, I'm not that smart. I don't know how to, my website, I don't really know how to do. So um, I wouldn't know how to make you check out two different ways. So we're doing it the same way we've been doing it. Um, but if you get, if you want to buy all of the parts to complete it, you have to buy the jig is a separate item. So you have to add two products to your cart. So uh, I know it's a hassle to click the button one more time, but that's where we're at uh, currently. If things change, we'll just put it back to the, to the way we think it should be and sell you everything in one go. But right now that's what we're doing. But yeah, we're still selling everything. Uh, just slightly different process to, to get to the end. Now, since you're an FFL now and you have your SOT and stuff like that are, is there any plans to release a fully built firearm? 
we've talked about it and I've been starting to think about it more this past week, just, just to add something else to, to what we're doing. Uh, we could do it. We were fully capable of, of producing whatever, essentially whatever we would want, I guess. But, um, I'm not super interested in doing that. There's, there's plenty of people that do that, but we could, and, and we'd make, we have plans that we could do it, I guess. Nothing in the near future. Nothing in the near future. Right. I think that that's pretty cool. Um, okay. The, there's Glocks that are people are doing, and there's the SIGs that people are doing, and you're talking about doing a Scorpion, and you want to kind of stay away from the the AR market. Uh, is there any chance of you making an HK clone? <laughs> Um, there's some HK flats out there you can do. Um, I'm not familiar with, with that process really at all. That's far above my pay grade. So, uh, I'll just say no. <laughs> That's the easy answer. Okay. Let me ask you this and I want you to answer it correctly now. Okay. Is there any chance for you doing an, <laughs> an HK? Yeah, we have, we have several in process. Um, the MP5 <laughs> is, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think uh, VP9 might be uh, a gun. Yeah. Usually be, be done. Uh, I know uh, with the Polymer 80s, I have a uh, Ghost Gunner 3, for example, mm -hmm. and uh, Ghost Gunner Inc., which is part of Defense Distributed, they sell uh, a kit that you can actually mill out, um, mill out the... Uh, the polymer 80 and the uh, ghost gunner. Is there any chance of us seeing a kit for one of your three eighties that's compatible with the ghost gunner? Yeah. So the, the P three sixty five when that's finally released, that'd be a really nice combo for the, for the ghost gunner. And we've talked to Cody and those guys over there. So they're all on board. So once, once we actually have it, um, the molds being cut right now, it's a metal injection mold part. So it's kind of tricky, but, uh, hopefully by February we should have a have it released uh, by by February. So anyway, yeah, they would be able to program the machine to be able to cut everything out, the rails and, and drill the holes. Um, it'd be a s similar operation to a 1911 uh, as as com you know to complete it. So um, yeah, uh, most of our new stuff, the the, the P320 you can't do because you have to bend the, the rails down. The rails are straight up and down on it, and you have to bend them over. So their machine. Uh, they, they said it probably could physically do it, but it, it would possibly knock all the other stuff out of alignment or, or possibly bend some of the components inside with the amount of force. So that's not a <laughs> very good thing when you're trying to cut something uh, with precision. So yeah, any of our new stuff will, will probably work with, with their ghost gunner with, without issue. Yeah, we have a question uh, from Swamp Dog Armory. He was he was wondering if uh, the Scorpion kit is compatible with the bullpup conversion for the Scorpion. I'm sure it would be, right? Because if it's it's basically a clone of the Scorpion, right? Yeah, initially we'll just make it, you know, a carbon copy of the factory one. We may we may dress it up a little bit and make it kind of look cool because it's pretty plain right now. There's there's you know two slabs of plastic that that bolt together, so. Uh, we may dress it up a little bit, but I would imagine I don't, I don't have the bullpup conversion, but I don't see why it wouldn't fit. Yeah, I work with that. So I don't see why if the measurements are are the same. Um, like making like a set clone and stuff. Do you have to work with six hour at all to get like licensing or anything? Or no, 
Um, it's kind of a dance you got to do, I guess, to see where there's patents and where there's not. Um, so we just worked on it on our own. Uh, so that we actually, we actually hold a patent on the 80% receiver for the P320. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, our jig is patent pending right now. But yeah, we uh, maybe last October we got that patent, I think. Anyway, um, yeah. All right. Well, it looks like we've been on for about an hour. Um, we're going to wrap up. I'm going to give you the final word. I'm going to pitch you a website up here. But before um, we go, visit me at patreon.com slash John Crump. Check me out at crumpy.com for all my information. Check out Tusk. Tusk is a really cool. It's the, univer the universal uh, sediment coin, and it's specifically built for firearms. Uh, help save the country at gunowners.org slash volunteer. You can join GOA for 25% off at gunowners.org slash black-swan-media, which is my media company. Check out, uh, also check out Black Swan Tactical. Uh, use code CRUMPY for 10% off. Uh, also, hawaiianhouse.org. Use code CRUMPY for 10% off there and Uncle Sam's Misguided Children use code CRUMPY for 10% off there. And if you're really worried about the ATF watching you, you really should check into a VPN. Um, I've been pushing VPNs forever and now we actually have a deal with NordVPN. If you go to crumpy.com slash VPN, you can get a great deal off NordVPN and that will help pr protect you from the prying eyes of Uncle Sam and uh, rogue agencies like the ATF. I use it because I don't want uh, Regina and Marvin reading my emails. All right. I'm going to give you the final word. I'm going to pit up your website so everyone can check you out. I would throw it in the description, but YouTube didn't like that. It kept on telling me I couldn't put it in there, so I couldn't put your website in the description. Right on. Thanks I guess for having me some type of firearms company. But so you have the final word. You can tell people to visit you. You can tell people to buy it. You can give out deals, whatever you want. Yeah. Um, JSDsupply.com. Uh, we'll throw a coupon code up. Uh, crumpy. Use that. Match okay. everybody else's coupons. So uh, we'll get that active here in the next few minutes. So thanks, guys. All right. All right. Yeah. And I'm going to definitely pick out something. Uh, stick <laughs> with me for one second. And I'll be right back with you.